Welcome to the Holistic Spirituality Podcast, helping spiritually curious people just like you learn about Reiki, crystals, energy, cards, past lives, and more. I'm your co-host, Avery Thatcher, and me and my good friend, Kathy Zimmerman, are here to demystify the mystical so you can get reliable, practical information that you can trust. If you're ready to embrace all things metaphysical so you can feel better, clear your own energy, and improve your life, you belong here. Let's get started. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about the winter solstice. As most of you know that are likely listening to this with an interest in either Wicca or sort of um, a nature base, the winter solstice is December 21st. It is the shortest day of the year or the longest night. Um, I am going to speak about the winter solstice from a Wiccan point of view and kind of what it does mean to a lot of Wiccans out there. So for us, um, the winter solstice is a day where the sun god is born. And you're thinking, oh, that sounds a lot like Christmas, which it does, because Christianity did take... um, the sort of the pagan beliefs and sort of intersect them with their Christianity. So people would be more accepting in, uh, you know, taking in their religion, but speaking from the Wiccan point of view, it is a day of celebration where um, all the ideas and thoughts and plans that you have sort of been keeping in the back of your mind or sort of in storage all those long dark days all of a sudden the days are going to start becoming longer again after the 21st and that is the day where you start putting them into action all of the plans and ideas that you've been kind of stewing for a while are now going to be brought forth and hopefully you can manifest them into actual um, plans, actual um, items or um, actions, wherever they may lead you. Okay, so winter solstice is the time where you're going to put all your plans, all your ideas Um, all these things that have been sort of stewing in the back of your mind into action and uh, get them to start moving forward. That is the whole idea behind this time of year. It's when the days are from now on going to start getting longer and you're going to have more time, more energy to make them come to light as they say. Now um, people sort of wonder how, most Wiccans would celebrate the winter solstice. And what I would say to them is that um, it doesn't have to be done with a lot of money. It can be done very simply. And actually we do a lot of it just with our Christmas celebration. So what the pagans used to do is uh, find an evergreen tree and either cut branches from it to make a wreath a wreath representing the circle of the year or the year in celebration 
And because they used a pine that's supposed to be evergreen, that meant that it was never ending, that the energy would continue on and um, never die out on them. So they would usually bring a pine tree into their home. And a lot of the idea was that they would keep the tree living as long as they could. What that did is the wood spirits or the forest spirits could move into their home in the time of winter and be sort of warmed and uh, stay in their household until spring hit and it got warmer and they chose to leave. So it was sort of a way of housing the winter spirits in a way, um, yeah, to bring them into their home and invite them. Their trees are often decorated with uh, candles or homemade um, popcorn, uh, berries, everything very natural. Um, The candles usually being red or green in color and later became more white. And um, yeah, the also the it can be not just evergreen, but a lot of the wreaths were made of holly and juniper things that would keep their greenery throughout the year also a lot of times there was very simple like baking done again to honor the four spirits to celebrate the sort of the birth of the sun king thinking that's sort of what I do at home here. Um, I'm sure there's lots and lots of um, different ways, depending on different countries. I was reading and they did say that online, depending on what country you came from, uh, there was a lot of sort of special ceremonies that were done for this time of the year. So if somebody were to be setting goals on the winter solstice, what kind of practices could they use to help strengthen those goals and to be able to bring all of those goals to light? Yeah. So first of all, I think the first thing you've got to consider is having goals that are attainable. I mean, if you pick something that says you're going to win, you know, a million or $10 million, that might not be attainable. I'm not saying that it won't happen. I'm just saying that, you know, you do want to be realistic in your goals, um, not putting down inspiration and aspiring to great heights, but definitely maybe putting a few limits on them. Uh, I like writing my goals out. I like writing my goals in my journal. I like having goals pasted or put somewhere so I can see them often that I can reaffirm them to myself that I keep putting it out there so the universe will hear me and um, I continue to mention my goals when I am doing either my meditations or my prayers to the god and goddess and Um, Even when I'm walking, it's just something that I reaffirm with myself as to what I want to bring into uh, manifestation. So with that, then, this whole manifestation thing has become quite the trend. And it works with the law of attraction, but often the law of attraction on its own. 
and not the law of action with the law of attraction. So everybody there is wishing for $10 million, but not doing anything for it. So it never happens. What kind of practices do you have that help combine those two laws? Because you're doing, you're, you're keeping it all in the forefront by reminding yourself of the goals. And so then what other practices could you use to help strengthen the motivation maybe? Exactly. Um, well, things that I do to strengthen my motivation is that um, I think spell work is a really great way to do that. And if you don't do spell work, you might think that spells can happen overnight or can happen very quickly. Um, A lot of spells take at least a full moon cycle, if not more, to manifest themselves. I, in the olden days, most spells were done in the fireplace, sort of the heart of the home. Now, depending if you don't have a fireplace like myself, I tend to do a lot of my spell work on my stove, which is the closest I can get to a fireplace. But I keep pictures and candles and um, little figurines that to me represent my goal. And I am always reaffirming my goal. I am replacing if it, if I have herbs or flowers in it, I am replacing those things. I am always right, lighting the appropriate color candle to help meet my goal. And usually a red candle with it to add lots of energy into what my goal is. Just all ways to put to the universe and to create energy to help me visualize what I want to represent, what I want to bring into my life. And um, I think every time I walk by my stove, it is a great reminder of why that stuff is there. That's great. We need to do another episode on candle work. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Because it is the easiest and um, likely the quickest to see results as far as um, simple things, but um, very, very strong magic in its own right. Thank you so much for listening to the Holistic Spirituality Podcast. We are so grateful that you're here sharing this space with us. If you found this episode interesting or helpful, I invite you to first hit subscribe or follow on the podcast player app that you're listening right now so you'll never miss an episode or an after dark episode. And please take a screenshot right now of you listening to this episode on your phone and share it to your Facebook or Instagram stories so you can help us help more people. Thank you so much again for being here and we'll see you next time.